I still like, okay, love Ms. Mac more than any human or hamster on Earth. But what was she thinking? You can learn a lot about yourself by taking care of another species, she told me on the way home the day she got me. You'll teach those kids a thing or two. That's what she was thinking. I don't think she was thinking very clearly. I'm never going to squeak to her again. Of course, I'll probably never see her again because she's gone, gone, gone. But if she comes back, I'm not even going to look at her. I know that last sentence doesn't make sense. It's hard to make sense when your heart is broken. On the other hand, until Miss Mac arrived, I was going nowhere down at Petarama. My days were spent sitting around, looking at a bunch of furry things in cages, just like mine. We were treated all right. Regular meals, clean cages, music piped in all day. Over the music, Carl, the store clerk, would answer the phone. Open nine to nine, seven days a week, corner of Fifth and Alder, next to the dairy maid. Back then, I feared I'd never see Fifth and Alder, much less the dairy maid. Sometimes I'd see human eyes and noses, not always as clean as they should be, poking up against the glass. Nothing ever came of it. The children were excited to see me, but the parents usually had other ideas. Oh, come see the fishes, Cornelia, so colorful and so much easier to take care of than a hamster, Mama might say. Or, no, no, Norbert, they have the cutest little puppies over here. After all, a dog is a boy's best friend. So there we were, hamsters, gerbils, mice, and guinea pigs, not nearly as popular as the fish, cats, or dogs. I suspected that I'd be spinning my wheel at Petarama forever. But once Ms. Mac carried me out the door a short six weeks ago, my life changed fast, fast, fast. I saw Fifth. I saw Alder. I saw the dairy maid with a statue of a cow and an apron outside. I was dozing when she first came to Petarama, as I do during the day because hamsters are more active at night. Hello, a warm voice awakened me. When I opened my eyes, I saw a mass of bouncy black curls, a big happy smile, huge dark eyes. She smelled of apples. It was love at first sight. Aren't you the bright-eyed one, she asked. And might I return the compliment, I replied. Of course it came out, squeak, 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 as usual. Ms. Mac opened up her purse with the big pink and blue flowers on it. I'll take him, she told Carl. He's obviously the most intelligent and handsome hamster you have. Carl grunted. Then Ms. Mac picked out a respectable cage. Okay, not the three-story pagoda I'd had my eye on, but a nice cage. And soon, amid squeals of encouragement from my friends in the small pet department, from the teeniest white mouse to the lumbering chinchilla, I left Petarama with high hopes. We sped down the street in Ms. Mac's bright yellow car. She called it a bug, but I could see it was really a car. She carried my cage up the stairs to her apartment. We ate apples. We watched TV. She let me run around outside my cage. She gave me my very own name, Humphrey. And she told me all about Room 26, where we'd be going the next morning. And since you are an intelligent hamster who is going to school, I have a present for you, Humphrey, she said. Then she gave me a tiny little notebook and a tiny little pencil. I got these for you at the doll shop, she explained. She tucked them behind my mirror where no one could see them except me. Of course, it might be a while before you learn to read and write, she continued, but you're smart, and I know you'll catch on fast. Little did she know that I could already make out some words for my long, boring days at Panorama. Words like chew toys, kibble, pooper scoopers. Remember, a hamster is grown up at about five weeks old, so if I could learn all the skills I need for life in five weeks, 
How long could it possibly take to learn to read? I'll tell you, a week. Yep, in a week I could read and even write a little with a tiny pencil. In addition to schoolwork, I learned quite a bit about the other students in room 26, like Lower Your Voice AJ, and Speak Up Saya, and Wait for the Bell Garth, and Golden Miranda. Even after I found out her name was really Miranda Golden, I thought of her as Golden Miranda because of her long blonde hair. After all, I am a golden hamster. Yes, life in room 26 suited me well during the day. My cage had all the comforts a hamster could ask for. I had bars on the window to protect me from my enemies. I had a little sleeping house in one corner where no one could see me or bother me. There was my wheel to spin on, of course, and a lovely pile of nesting material. My mirror came in handy to check my grooming and to hide my notebook. 